Hello and welcome back to episode 11 of the Supermassive Podcast. My name's Luke and I'm sat here with co-host Pietro. Hello. Right, so we've got a bit of a quiet week again really. Still still quiet after E3. I think we'll start building up in the next maybe month or two on Hopefully, news. Hopefully, yeah. There's a lot of games coming I suppose. Yeah, obviously we've got Metal Gear next month. Two months after that we've got Fallout and Battlefront. And on the topic of Battlefront... I was waiting for this to be confirmed. I didn't know if it's actually happened or not. But Phil Spencer's confirmed that EA Access is actually going to have the first Battlefront players. Oh, okay. So that'll be on Xbox only, I guess. Yeah. For like that's crazy because I for thought like a week had, or two. I thought Sony had like a partnership with, uh, well, EA and Battlefield. Well, I should imagine they have the partnership with them. But obviously, if Microsoft have got the exclusive rights to EA Access, because Sony denied having access on the system, didn't they? I think they said it wasn't good value for money. For yeah, their, like, well, it competes with like PlayStation Now, yeah. I suppose, and PlayStation. Well, it's kind of it bit. kind of like goes against the backwards compatibility thing Xbox has got, if you I think suppose, about it. Yeah. But obviously, they said it's not good enough value for money. Now, now this is the point where we're going to suffer, isn't it? Because mm. it's like well, that's interesting because normally the EA access was just old games, wasn't it? Well, I know they got Battlefield Hardline about two weeks early. Oh, really? So that's on there. Permanently, I yeah, I, yeah, I presume so. But the fact that Battlefront's on there, Xbox players. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, I know, there's going to be a spike in EA Access subscriptions. Oh, yeah, the week definitely. of Battlefront release. Absolutely. But I wonder if they're going to be like, you can only get in if you subscribe like <clears throat> early or not. Like, do you need to be in like a certain threshold to get that, or is it just if you subscribe to the service, it's on there? I presume not. I presume just any time you subscribe, you'll. Is on there. Yeah, you'll have access to it. But no, that's certainly quite big news, I think. And like potentially what they could be doing in the future, like EA are starting to ramp up the sort of decent games now. So maybe we're gonna see some Yeah, a bit of a trend more and more games on EA access. And if it's like what is it? was it? I think it's like five, six, five, six quid a month. Something like that. Like if they're gonna have like a complete back catalogue of like the Battlefield games and like Star Wars games. That's obviously all the EA Sports games for those people. Yeah, I can I can imagine that being quite like appealing. Yeah. So, I think EA Access is as much as I didn't think a lot to it when it came out. I think that's certainly it's getting better. Yeah, it's, it's starting to get some more value to it. And like I said, if it's got all the future ba- uh, Star Wars games on it as well, yeah. Like that might be a worthy investment. Like fair enough, you're constantly paying, but it's like paying for Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. I pay for Netflix. I don't watch shit on it. But yeah. it's just nice to have it, and if you've got an access to a massive back catalogue of games, more power to them, I think. I wonder if now we'll maybe see, um, you know, EA access coming to PlayStation, whether or not they'll be in talks. Yeah, potentially, because the original thing was it wasn't just it was just wasn't good value at the start. That's what they said. Yeah, that was their excuse. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what really happened, do we? But no, I think whilst we're on the topic of that, I kind of want to talk about the Xbox backwards compatibility because. Yeah. I've been seeing like a lot of podcasts talk about it and saying it kind of puts Sony's PlayStation Now to shame, really. Well, it's unfortunate, really, for PlayStation, isn't it? It is. <laughs> because like, they've invested so many millions of dollars or whatever. Well, who is it they brought out? <coughs> well, they brought out Gaikai originally. That's the one. And yeah. now they've just bought out, was it on live? Oh, have they? Yeah, they bought that out as oh, well. Oh, I didn't know that. So they're really investing yeah, in this cloud game. Got a lot in. I don't think they paid a lot for on live because the company was like on the verge of bankruptcy or not. Yeah. But this it, whole it's a bit annoying because obviously Xbox you just whack your disc in and it's ready to go. Yeah, well, 
Apparently, now you've got to play. You have to pay extra for. Apparently, what I think is quite nice. So again, this is this came from a podcast. Um, he looked at his download queue, and because Xbox has got the back of the compatibility, it was downloading the games for gold from the 360 onto the Xbox One. That's good. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that's a good point because it's like I think this month, like Gears of War Three. Yeah, that's true. Was on there, so he was like, let's just on Xbox One yeah. now, which like, that's really fucking good. So I think. That's kind of kicked Tony down a bit. Yeah, I don't think they'll change their approach though, <clears throat> unless they just make PlayStation now free or affordable. The only thing I could see them doing is like keep it as a paid subscription, but then somehow have a licensing thing like say I put the PS3 version of The Last of Us in the PS3, in the PS4 even, then it goes okay you don't need to pay for that. Oh yeah, that that's possible. Yeah. Like so you could you it's still streaming from the cloud and everything, but it just this it just yeah. doesn't charge you for playing that game. As long as you've got the disc in the system. Yeah. Yeah, that's an idea. Because that's exactly how Microsoft's working. It's, it's booting up a virtual 360, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not streaming it. It is still running it. It's still running it. It's an emulation, isn't it? Yeah, so I, there's no reason why Sony couldn't no. say that now. I'd say, like, to be fair, that's easier than what Microsoft have done. Yeah, because then they're not having... The game's it. there. Yeah, they're like... Yeah. Obviously, the reason why PS4 doesn't have backwards compatibility is because it doesn't have the software in it, does it? And like that's the same for why the Xbox One didn't start with it. The hardware, yeah. But if, the, if Xbox are emulating it, why can't we just stream it from the cloud? Yeah. Well, I think that's a potential thing. I, I can almost guarantee they've debated that. Yeah. But you never know, they might announce that. Be good if they do. Be a good prediction for us if we've mm. caught that. Yeah. Oh, Supermassive was right. <laughs> <laughs> but right... Um, Next two stories are kind of like monetary, I think. So I kind of wanted to discuss them because it seems quite an odd one. The first one I want to talk about is Fallout Shelter and how much that's made mm-hmm. for a so-called free game. Yeah. So obviously, if anybody didn't know, Fallout Shelter, it's kind of like, would you say Tiny Tower? Yeah. Tiny Tower, but you basically build down. So yeah. the premise of it is you start a vault and you build rooms, you upgrade the rooms, you get more people in. So, so you act as like the overseer. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a very basic game as all these other games are, but they sell lunchboxes a lot like these other games do. Yeah. And lunchboxes get you what is it four? You get like four cards, don't you? Yeah. And each card has a. You get like maybe a weapon or a. Occasionally, you get a special dweller. Yeah, so you just get like items in the game, don't you? Yeah. And I never paid for them because you can unlock them through doing the daily goals, but. They've sold five point one million of in or five point one million dollars yeah. worth of these, which is just nuts for <laughs> for them coming out and just going, Yeah, this is a free game. Yeah. Now they've sold five we've got five million dollars from which is just nuts to think about. Like, obviously mobile games make a mint anyway, but that's just nuts. It's pretty crazy. And didn't you say they people reckon Fallout Shot was gonna do better than Fallout Four? Well yeah, I think obviously no one knows but People are saying they wouldn't be surprised if it actually makes more money than Fallout 4. Mm. It's a full re- retail release game. Interesting though. Like, I'm I mean, surprised. Are you still playing Fallout Show yourself? No, I gave up. Yeah, I, I ended up deleting it. I just got a bit pissed off with it. Well, my problem was, like, I love the art style. Like, yeah. I don't mind those style of games, but generally they get a bit slow. But I was like, oh, it's Fallout, I can give it a chance. But it's just the fact that every like couple of minutes it was like, you need, you get to, you need to pick something up, you need to pick something up. Oh, or yeah, yeah. Or, or the raided thing, or like, you try speed thing, oh, we've got like a rad roach infestation. <laughs> and that's what did me in, rad roaches. <laughs> Didn't they like kill your entire every single, Yeah, like every single one of my dwellers, if that's, if that's what they're called, they're all armed and, you know, got ammo and... Yeah. 
Yeah, suit them, aren't exactly. They? Yeah. And then it would just like a bunch of rad roaches would take out like 10, 15 people and then you have to pay money to bring them back or you just let them die and then... But also there's a high level people so it just did my head in. Yeah, like... If you lose all your high level people then you get raided then you're pretty much yeah. fucked, aren't you? Mm. So I got bored with it. It's an odd one, like... I know a lot... Like I was listening to the Sick Francis earlier and he was saying he still plays it, he still really likes it. He says you probably need to put like 15 to 30 minutes in a day to just to like check up on people and send people out. But like, it's just not the kind of game that I I, I keep up playing. Like, nah, it's actually a Fallout show. I don't know about you, but like the first fifteen minutes was amazing because like they're just throwing stuff at you and everything's happening really fast. Yeah. Then yeah, kind of once you got, down. yeah once you got settled in, you know more people are really turning up, and it just becomes a bit slower. But they're still like, oh, no, also it drains my phone battery as well. I know it's mm. it's killing it. So. It's because it's just constantly doing an application. It's doing so much background stuff probably. <clears throat> yeah. But. It wasn't bad, but I can see now if this has made so much money, why can't like Far Cry go? Oh, make your own island. Yeah. Like or like EA or Ubisoft jumping on this, I can just see it happening. Like, oh, yeah, make, do like an Assassin's Creed, like make your own a creed. Bunch of assassins going out. <clears throat> yeah, like it's so easy just to like reskin this. Yeah. And that's I don't want I don't want it to happen, but I can see it happening. If the games are fun, then fair dues. Yeah, but if it's well, it was fun, it's fun for a certain amount of time, isn't it? In reality, you're just playing like you might as well be playing Tiny Towers yeah. with a Fallout skin, like Tiny Towers did Tiny Towers Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I can always guarantee that probably made a mint. But interesting. But again, another topic also to do with money is Shenmue Three's finally finished, and you backed this, didn't you? Yeah, I backed mentioned it. in the last episode. So you did sixty dollars to get a physical copy, didn't you? Yeah, originally I just did the basic pledge just to get a, a, a digital. PC, no digital PS4. I think it would have been. Yeah, but then they announced that they were doing a physical, physical yeah. PS4. So yeah, I, I think it was sixty dollars, and it came out of my account the other day. It was only about forty pounds. Not bad, is it? That's really? nothing really for a PS4 game. No, especially you pay fifty quid in the shop. Yeah, especially for a game that's going to be the size of Shenmue as well. Exactly, and it'll come with like a limited edition Kickstarter edition case. So yeah, that'll go from. You can in, see them going on eBay. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say eBay. That'll go from in. So yeah, to give people the actual figure, it finished at $6.3 million, so that's the highest ever game on Kickstarter, Yeah. which is impressive, like, only, it only just be, but it didn't only just, like, I think Bloodstained got five point something million, it was only in its last day or two that it actually... It made, like, an extra million odd in the last final hours, didn't it? Yeah, which is just insane, it's like, I don't know where all these people came from, they're like, oh, you know what, we need this, to, like, I think that, I read that's generally the the trend you see with all Kickstarters the last few hours a lot of people pledge then well yeah a lot of I know like a lot of Kickstarters do like their final like couple of days normally do make or break the yeah thing, but it's, it's just nice to see this long awaited game do so well I think um, they were still adding like PayPal support now you know if you want to donate so you can still donate yeah I'm not surprised because like he did originally say he wanted 10 million to make it mm. and I thought that was going to be a complete like joke like, no, they're not, they're not going to get 10 million for shit but seeing them hit at 6.3 and they, if they're still doing PayPal I, just, I can imagine them hitting it because that game's not going to be out for like what three years yeah. and if they've got people continually funding it why there's no reason why even if they didn't hit 10 million as their goal they can't over the life cycle yeah, of that free yeah yeah <clears throat> And if a potential, like, eventually, like, who was the original, like, not developers, but publishers of it? Oh, Sega. Oh, so Sega. So there's no reason why, like, a company like that couldn't say, oh, you're doing really well, we'll back you the other rest of the I don't money. think Sega would, would invest, to be honest. <clears throat> I could I see think some... they were lucky enough for Sega to let them even make the project. 
Yeah, but I Sega could have quietly said, "Nope, so RIP ain't touching it." But yeah, it's good of them just to let them do what they want with it. Yeah. So the actual figures for the final backing, annoyingly, it doesn't round up perfectly, but there's sixty nine thousand three hundred twenty people. So. Okay, well, backers. Yeah, so that's quite a lot. Cons- Could for have been uh, 19 if it weren't for me. Yeah, so you're, you're <laughs> that one. It is the case, isn't it? Like that figure, you're, you're always going to be part of that Yeah. 70,000 people that backed it. I get a daily email from uh, whatever his name is. No, I can't. So is, is it you, Suzuki? Yeah, yeah, you, Suzuki. Yeah, he's always emailing me, telling me about the uh, latest news. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it's nice to have that, isn't it? Like, yeah. As funny as it is, like, oh, I've got another email from him. It's like, it, it's good that he's keeping up because a lot yeah. of Kickstarters don't like mm. I did Indiegogo on some sunglasses because I knew a, fil- a photographer that made them and like every now and then you'd get an email did they come out yeah yeah I've got them had oh, them okay. for like a year or so and like as I was still in part of the original Kickstarter when they released their like range 2 because their, their Kickstarter was just like range 1 mm. they kind of emailed us saying look if you want to buy them you can pre-order them two weeks earlier okay. as part of the original lot that Kickstarted yeah. it so that's cool I like the fact they kept that going up um, I'm going to keep the next one out on my list for the, probably one of the final topics so the next one I want to say is Jaden Raymond who is one of the original lead art, leads on Assassin's Creed has left Ubisoft to join EA on in Motive Studios which is a new EA studio Okay. so I believe they're based in Montreal now mm-hmm. um, Motive and going to be working with Amy Hennig's team okay. on the new Star Wars game is it Hennig? yeah Hennig Henning, Henning. I think it's Hennig. Yeah, it's one of them. It's a bizarre surname. But yeah, she's going to be working on the new Star Wars game with her, which I can't wait for. Honestly, we've not seen anything from that, have we? Well, there was rumours that it was going to be like thirteen, thirteen, which was that class that cancelled Star Wars oh, game, canceled, which yeah. kind of looked like a Boba Fett game set on Coruscant. But um, obviously, thanks to good old Nolan North, he kind of spoke about that when he kind of confirmed the Last of Us two. I don't know. Did you see what he said about it or not? Didn't he just say it was kind of uh, Uncharted-esque? Yeah, he basically said it's going to be like a Star Wars Uncharted game. Perfectly fine with that. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess that's sort of like the Force Unleashed, was that? That's... Uh, that was like a third like a third person action game, like okay. a bit like Devil May Cry, pretty much. Oh, okay. Never played them. No, like, but like, <clears throat> from what we saw of 1313, it basically is that Uncharted, like the over the shoulder shooter with cover. So potentially it could be 1313 that she's working on. It could be, but obviously everybody thinks that's cancelled. So it might be just like using that same engine but they've scrapped 1313 done their own story because you know like she might be like Look, I'll do a Star Wars game but I'm not going to be what using one that has already been written okay so because obviously she wrote the she's first a, three she's Uncharted writer, games she, yeah. Yeah, yeah what's this new guy what's, what's he an artist uh, oh no she, Jade Raymond she's one of the leads on Assassin's Creed I think she like over basically like managed the development or okay. something like that I don't like I'd, I'd heard her name in past but not like Known exactly who she was, so okay. interesting to see she's doing that. Um, a couple of small bits. The Last of Us has got a soundtrack coming out on vinyl, which I showed you the other day. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks really pretty, doesn't it? Like US only though, isn't it? Yeah, it's seventy five dollars in the US. I imagine you can import it over here, but yeah. then you will deal with shipping and then any import charges, which is a real <laughs> shame because I'd probably like it just for like a collection. Obviously, I collect vinyls anyway, so it'd be nice just to like have it. Yeah. And like same with Journey. Journey had the vinyl a while back. Oh yeah, that's true. And like I think it's quite a nice thing to see these soundtracks coming to vinyl. Like I don't want like the Call of Duty soundtrack in vinyl, but 
something like The Last of Us and like Journey, they've got really nice soundtracks. So I think putting on vinyl is a nice way to listen to them because I know a lot of people like listening to game soundtracks. Yeah, definitely. Like, I can imagine like Fallout <coughs> soundtrack on vinyl would be amazing. I, was like, I, I always like the Heavy Rain soundtrack. Don't know if you remember it, but mm, that's a great too soundtrack. Much. You've just planned that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Did you mention that last episode? I can't remember, to be honest. I'm not sure. So, yeah, so just go, like, how was your platinum experience with Heavy Rain? Ah, it was alright. I mean, it's a great game. You've played it before, haven't you? Back yeah. in the day. Finished it. It destroyed my brother's PS3. Did it? Yeah, like, that was the like <laughs> that was the end of his fat PS3, Heavy Rain. That's what killed it. Yeah, it finished it off. They were pretty temperamental, though, those uh, launch 60 gig models, weren't they? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Heavy Rain, not much to say about it, it's such an old game. It took you a while, didn't it? Cause yeah, because obviously you got to get all the different endings. 25 um, or something? I don't think there's that many. I can't remember now. But, what, um, were, like, uh, just out of interest, I've, I've only, I don't know if you got one ending. I don't know if it was the true ending or what. What was your ending? Oh, it was the, I was about to say, is this going to be a spoiler? But it's so old now. Um, yeah, spoiler alert for him played Heavy Rain. I can't... If I have a feeling he ended up in prison or something. Like the See, ma- that's what I thought in my like, ending. Like the, the main bloke, I can't remember his name. Uh, Ethan. Yeah, he, I, sw- I think he ended up in prison. See, that's what happened in my original ending. Yeah. And I've obviously just gone back and done every ending. <laughs> that ending didn't crop up. At all? <laughs> At all. I've just done every ending. There was no scene in prison. So I don't know what the fuck I watched. See, how can we both remember him ending up in there prison? There is a trial where he has to kill a man, isn't there? That was yeah. one of the trials that the uh, origami killer sets him to kill a man to save his son. So obviously yeah. you've killed a man. At the end of the, I've killed a man, but he didn't go to prison. He gets, he's like, yeah, a, a hero for for killing the origami killer or whatever. In the end, but I don't know why he didn't go to prison. I swear, it was, there was it's a really prison. weird. Yeah, it's I swear that's really prison bizarre. Scene. But there's so many different endings. Were they, were they actually like worth seeing? I mean, they'll all, they'll all be on YouTube, I suppose. Um, yeah, but like, for your experience, for getting the platinum, obviously you have to do all that. Like, was it worth it to get the platinum? Yeah, for me it was. For you, oh yeah. yeah. So but it was a ball ache because uh, you can't just like go back, change your scene, then and then go and watch the ending. You'll have to go back, change your scene, and then proceed through from uh, that point through to the, the end of the game. That's a annoying. bunch of different times, so it was a bit of a drag. Yeah, but I suppose like you've got the platinum now for it, and like in terms of what, what I think are like prestigious platinums, I certainly think Heavy Rain is like good. Like yeah. Colin Murray said the other day, like Heavy Rain is a hard platinum. Whilst it might not be hard, it's time it's, consuming. It's time so. consuming, and not many people will have it. Yeah, there's a couple of trickier ones as well because obviously it's a lot of quick time events. And oh, you can't make any isn't mistakes. It, isn't there a one for going down the road that was without a, hitting a car? Mm, that was a ball lake. Yeah. To be fair, I did on my third attempt this time, but I remember playing it when it came out. I was probably been about fifteen. Yeah, I did a hundred attempts and just kept failing. Jesus. So I don't know if it's just me being older. I did on my third attempt. So that's alright. Yeah, probably. You're probably just like more like yeah. alert or something now. Oh, but no, I'm I'm really glad you got that because I know what you're like with your. Plans. I'm gonna go back now and do Beyond Two Souls because I really like that as well. Well, <coughs> are, you, are you gonna do that or are you gonna wait for the remaster? Well, I've, I'm gonna do the one I've started because I've already put it. in. Oh, so it'll it'll continue. Yeah. Well, surely you played Beyond Two Souls before, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. So does it continue filling out those trophies? Well, if I go back and play it, it will, but I don't know about if the PS4 version No, will. no, because I was thinking, like, if you've already played it on PS3 and you've got some trophies, now you're playing it on now, will that sync? Cause I won't be playing it on now, I've got the disc. Oh, so you're going to do it on disc. Oh, yeah. right, okay, okay. Oh, no, that's good. Like, get all the ones for Quantic Dream. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. That's quite a nice thing to have. Like, I've got all the Platinums for the Quantic Dream collection. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, so, another small one is just, conf- the, like, in the past few days, the Call of Duty... Black Ops 3 beta has been announced for the release, well, not the release dates, but like the beta dates. Yeah. 
So the PS4 is getting it the 19th to the 23rd of November, August. I didn't look at the month, did I? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll be September. <laughs> oh, September, okay. Yeah, and then Xbox get it like a week. So it's out November, the actual final game. Yeah, I think it's the week before Battlefront. Okay. I think it's like the week after Fallout and the week before Battlefront. So it's put itself in a really shitty place this year, considering they've, they've not been gaining people on it and now they're putting out I think this. they're losing numbers, really, aren't they? Yes. Interestingly, they are doing a PS3 and 360 version, aren't they? Oh, they shouldn't be doing that. They're but really... I think it's a different team. Oh, uh, it's, it's Treyarch, isn't it? Well, Treyarch are doing the proper one. Oh, but that's a different team. Randomers doing a PS3 port. Oh, so hopefully that means the PS4 version will still look still be a good game. Oh, okay, that's quite interesting. But I don't think I'll be participating. Nah. To be honest, like I know they've gone from. I don't think it's a beta that's needed. I don't know. This is like their twelfth Call Call of Duty game. I'm sure they know how the fucking servers work by now. Yeah, well, of course, of course they do. It's just a marketing. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. But. I think it's not interesting they've gone, interesting for, they've gone for like a MOBA style multiplayer, haven't they? I have not know, heard. Yeah, so from what I know of it and what I've heard is there's like, you don't go in and create your loadout. Like you can play as this character and he's got certain guns. You can play as this character and they have like a crossbow. So like different classes. Yeah, different classes, but they're all like diff- different characters. Like there's a robot that has a minigun, like a, a girl that's got a bow, like that kind of thing. So you can still get your own weapons, but they've all got like, their own like signature kind of stuff. <clears throat> so it. it's MOBA-esque in that sort of style. So again, quite interesting, but... I'm just really disappointed that it's not Treyarch doing another World War Two game. Yeah, that's what I want. If it was World War, I'd get it. Yeah, same. But I've had enough of modern shooters now, and I'm just like, right, let's just yeah. go back to like, World War Two, or... Just, just one more World War Two game will make me happy. <laughs> yeah, like they, they seem to be in this weird, like... We're st- well, like modern, but we're slightly in the future, but we're not all the way in the future. It's a, it's in a weird yeah. state, isn't it? But no, that's it for gaming news. Bar my final topic, which is we're going back to Kojima Konami, aren't we? Of course we are. Of course we bloody are. Um. So this week again, Konami have removed Kojima's name from the Metal Gear box art. So they've done this before, right? They did this before. Then they put it then back they put on. It back on. No, now they've removed it again, but this time it's it's gone on like Amazon, okay. games website. His name is gone now, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this is going to be the final one, and it's yeah. just not going to have him. Which again, I I give a shout out to my brother's podcast here, Bit Podcast. They were talking about it, and they were they were saying that like it's just odd because anybody that plays Metal Gear games knows it's Kojima. Yeah. Like they know it's his game. Like every other game in the past has been a Hideo Kojima game. Sure. And like a good point they made is the the missions are kind of like TV programs where you start the mission and as you're like walking through the environment, there'll be like credits appearing and stuff. So, what just at the start of the game? No, for like each mission because oh, okay. each mission might have a different person that's written the mission. So they they do credits for the mission and at the end of the mission, so that's quite it's quite a, an odd thing because like coming from Peace Walker, they didn't do that regardless of you did separate missions, but. I just don't see why, because his name's going to be appearing in the credits, but not on the box. So what is he going to be in the credits? Because he's going to be the person that's written and directed the game in the credits, so why not just have him on the box? I mean, like, but, most games don't have the guy's name on the no, box, to be fair. No, but he's never not been on the box, yeah, so true. it's weird for it not to be. But again, like, another good point that's been raised by my brother's podcast and a couple of others is, does Kojima want his name off? Mm. Like... Because obviously he wants to go off with Kojima's like, Productions and do his own thing. Typecast, what they call it, where 
people just associate him with Metal Gear. Yeah, so if he wants to go off and <coughs> use Kojima Productions again, is he removing it from the box so he's got that ability to do it in the future and stop Konami pissing around with it? Mm. But we don't know because obviously no, nobody said anything. Yeah. Like, it's a very, really weird situation, isn't it? Yeah, and I think I also find it kind of funny that in Angry Joe's video, he did an interview with the community manager of Metal Gear. Okay. And he did like, he did like another separate video where he basically said he got pulled aside by Konami before the interview and was said, you're not allowed to talk about Kojima at all. Oh, okay. like, we won't answer questions about it. And there's a, there's an outtake where he was like, you know, I'm going to do it because he's like, he said that like, he want fans obviously want to know, so he's like, I'm going to ask. And they cut it. They cut the interview and said, look, don't talk about him. Oh, wow. Which is an odd thing that, like, they're completely just like, they don't want any... So they didn't even show the bit where he's asking and mate say, no, I can't talk well, about Well, no, because, like, he's got the footage of it being filmed, so there was, like, footage, but there was no audio to it, so he was kind of explaining the situation. Oh, there was wow. some footage being shown where he asked the question, and then a kind of a representative came in and was like, no, you can't ask that. <laughs> like, and he's had to cut that from the interview. That's crazy. It's just so odd that they don't even want to talk about him. Like, they're that against it. They're like, nope. Don't even want to talk about his name in interviews. Like, there's no way you can interview someone about Metal Gear without bringing up Kojima. Yeah. It's, it's how he's the bloke that's done the game. See, I would I would presume it's more likely Kojima doesn't want his name on it because why wouldn't Konami want his name on it? It's a selling point. Yeah, it's people like, see Kojima and go, oh yeah, I might as well get that. We know we like Kojima. Yeah. So I think it's more likely Kojima doesn't want his name on it. Yeah, I, f- I think the thing we want is like we just want to know what's happened. Like, yeah. I'm sure to like God like. If Kojima came out and said, right, I, I've said I don't want my name on the box, then all the fans would be like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, that's true. But because Konami are just other ones going, right, we've removed him from the box, everybody's like, oh, right, you're the bad guys. Yeah. Like, Konami might not even be in the wrong. For, like, all this time, Konami are taking a lot of, like, shit, essentially, mm. for this. But it, for all we know, it could be Kojima. Yeah, it's really weird. It's an odd situation, isn't it? But Is it going to affect your uh, decision in buying the game, though, Luke? Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I'm buying that game. I've got, like, the 100 good limited edition. I'm going to have Snake's arm on my desk. <laughs> but I can't wait for that game. Like, let's again talk to my brother, and I think that's the like the most anticipated I am for a game this year, like, above Fallout, above anything. Like, just... Obviously, we just spoke about your Platinum Heavy Rain. Like, I've just... I, I can't remember if we just spoke about this in the last episode, but I finished Peace Walker, and I was like, right... I'm gonna do Ground Zeroes. I've just finished it early this week, and I'm I'm just like I'm I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go into Metal Gear Five. I'm gonna platinum. You, got, you did get every trophy, didn't you? Yeah, I got every trophy. And unfortunately, it's not a platinum. But like I said to you, to me that that is worthy of a platinum because like. <laughs> See, to me, it's not. It's not. Well, a, to, to, it's not a full game, Luke. You don't deserve a platinum. I, well, like fair enough that like to S rank the like the Ground Zeroes mission. I did it in seven minutes. <laughs> like because <laughs> really? you can you essentially speed run it. And you do it in seven minutes, that's and crazy. that's it. But if you're playing it and you don't really know what you're doing, it probably take like an hour and a half, to three hours, the average. But there's so many like side missions. Like one of the trophies is like S rank every single mission on normal and hard. But by no means is that an easy thing to do. Oh, I'm sure it's not. But to you, it's not worth. It's not worth. It's not worth to me, to me, so like, you've got to S rank every mission in piece. Uh, what what's it called? Ground Zeroes. Phantom Pain. Yeah. Phantom Pain. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be worth a platinum. If you get every S rank on every mission in the full game, you get your platinum. Yeah, but in all fairness... Not ground zeros. <laughs> no, I, to me, it's still got that like worth to it because yeah. of how much time I spent with that game and like how much I love that franchise. But I'm still I'm still going to play it again. Like, the day before Phantom Pain comes out, in that, that evening, I'll be like, right, sit down, I do, I'll do ground zeros, start to finish. Because like, I've been skipping all the cutscenes, so just like, right, do the mission. 
I kind of want to sit down, watch, watch all the cutscenes, listen to all like the tapes. Then like the following day, I can just start because essentially it's a prelude. And yeah. like Metal Gear Solid Two, the tank mission, then you started playing as Raiden. It was meant to be like that, so it wasn't meant to be out on its own. But Konami was like, look, it's going to be like five years until yeah. Metal Gear 5 comes out. We want something out. Whack this yeah. out for 25 quid. Get get some cash in from that. But no, I got my 100% and I'm super happy. And to be honest, I'm sick of all this shit with Konami and Kojima now. Yeah. Unless they're going to say what's happened, I just want to play the game yeah. and everything to move on now. Yeah, I'm totally honest. And that's all for the gaming news, really. And we've kind of discussed what we've been playing whilst we're in that. Have you been playing anything other than Heavy Rain? Uh, well, I've been playing obviously F1. Oh yeah, how have you been getting on? Yeah, I really like it. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm a massive Formula 1 fan, so yeah, I've been waiting a while for a nice PS4 looking game. And it does look good? It looks good, yeah. I think it looks really good. good. You're going for the platinum, aren't you? I am. Um, to be fair, I'm like 75% done really? with the trophies, yeah. Jesus Christ. There's a few uh, online ones just play X amount of online matches, which shouldn't shouldn't take long. <laughs> Finding a match is a fucking hard, hard really? uh, task, yeah. Is there nobody online? No. And the thing is, you get your 2014 season and the 2015 season. All right. Um, but the online, they're like two separate online modes, so you can either oh, go in 2014 Jesus online or 2015 Christ. online. So that's dumb. Why would they do that? So I've just been searching 2015. I figure more people will be on the latest. Yeah. And then um, you're just searching for sessions constantly, and you go, oh, session found, join, load, 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 error. So, but they are patching it slowly, slowly. Um, yeah, or even if, like, you get all the trophies bar that, and then yeah. they patch it, and you can go in. Like, and there's a few like, hard, like, do some uh, races on pro mode, which is fucking hard. you got no assist, you're in, like, first person mode. Oh, Christ, is that the mode we tried in game? It must have been. Well, actually, I don't think that was because we weren't in the cockpit view. No, we could change. I just turn off some of the assists. I tried to be. I could see it being that level of difficulty though, where it's like, so, oh, pull the accelerator hard spin. But you don't have to win any races. You just got to like make it through the first round of qualifying. Oh, Rabbi, you mentioned so, uh, this. What I'm planning on doing is just uh, just crashing into a bunch of cars so they can't even set a time. <laughs> so then you're guaranteed <laughs> so to I get, get through. through on default. No matter how slow the time is. So yeah. <laughs> I've thought about it. Well, we have to keep us up to date with like yeah. where you are with that, because I know you're a trophy hunter. I think you're a trophy hunter of the podcast, really, aren't you? Yeah, I do love it. Like, I've, I've just been playing Journey as well now. Oh, yeah, that's your first experience of it. Yeah, I never so, played it on PS3. Explain to me what you feel about it, because obviously it starts, and it doesn't really say it started, does it? It's like your little scarf man is just like sat in the sand. I think sand. he looks like a terrorist. <laughs> he looks like a terrorist. Do you think? He's like got his scarf on. That's, that's a bit contra- face. controversial, isn't it? He looks like Al Qaeda or something. <laughs> Out in the fucking deserts. Just needs an AK-47. <laughs> I think as well, it's because obviously it had so many raving reviews back yeah, in the day. Of course. That's kind of... I've gone in expecting a really epic game and I don't know. Mm, I don't think it's like epic I just think like I think really to fully take it in like I've, I've played I've only played it twice twice I've completed it like I we just played it like the first time I did it was when I played it start to finish then I showed my friend it played it start to finish and the way I've always experienced it, experienced that game is sat with someone and then you know obviously it's got like almost levels hasn't it yeah like we pass the controller between each level <clears throat> but I just think it's like a really unique experience it looks Gorgeous. I'm sure it looks even better on PS4. It does look amazing, actually. So, like, I just think it's, I think it's because it was so different, so unique. I think that's that's yeah. the reason why. And that's why I love Flower as well, because it was so different and unique. Mm, and I, and I think this is very similar to Flower in that kind of yeah. way, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I like the way that, like, 
finally you're playing online with someone you don't know and you can't actually hurl abuse at each other. Mm-hmm. All you can do is like make a like chime. Just spam the circle button. Yeah, it's like you can't like it's not like some cod abuse, is it? It's just like you don't know who you're playing with. You've got no idea who they are. You just kind of chirp at each other. And... There was a there was a funny part I got was doing with this random person. There was, obviously, you have to get these collectible things, don't you? And there was yeah. one quite high up, and I got it. You come like there's a scene where you come and you can see it in the corner if you go and get it. Yeah, but mate, he missed it. Oh. So we both landed on the floor and we're both like jumping up, doing the pressing the circle button, just both together. Oh, to boost each other. And, yeah, to boost each other up and up and up. <laughs> Did so you get, get it? Yeah. Oh, that's ama- See, like that's that was really fun. Just working together. It's to so do brilliant because like you've not spoke about it, have you? You've not like no, talked about it. Can't talk so you both just gone up to it and gone mm-hmm. right. That's a. I want to get that. And he starts doing it. Then you're like, oh, if I join in, then it, like, I kind of like that because as well at the, at the very end, it actually tells you who you've played with. Yeah, like, the credits or whatever, right? Yeah. The credits like, oh, here's the people you played with, and you're not always playing with someone for like the entire length of the game. So obviously, if somebody drops yeah, out, that's exactly why I did that. To yeah, work, exactly. Go to work. Exactly. So when someone <laughs> finishes the game, they're like, oh, you played this kind of retro character, and I, I like the idea that eventually you find out who you've played with. Yeah, I'm glad that you do find out because yeah. if you've had a great time, you may even want to add them as a friend. Yeah, and then like that's quite a weird, interesting way of doing it because that. You might have had a good, like, say you've done it like three or four people and you really like the experience. Mm. If you add those, chances are you might end up playing more games with sure, them. Yeah. So I just think that's a really unique experience and I really can't wait to play it again. I'm really excited. Um, you get it for free as well, don't you? Because you bought the yeah, PS3 I, version. Yeah, that's so really good. Got a free download, just sat there waiting. Um, so that's pretty much yeah. most of what we've got. And I kind of wanted, we discussed introducing a new segment to the podcast, didn't we? And kind of going into like movies. Yeah. I debated uh, maybe comics because I started reading a couple of comics oh, on the iPad. Have you? Yeah. So you on that Marvel app where you just like pay I've got a subscription? Mar- I've got Marvel on DC, so I'm not paying a subscription yet. I didn't even know that I could do that. If I'm totally yeah, honest. I think you just pay a subscription and get access to every Marvel comic out there. Or if that's pretty tempting. Because um, first of all, like, I did Star Wars Secret Cinema and that kind of got me on the Star Wars hype. I'm not going to go into that because it would extend the podcast way too long. But um, kind of got me on the hype and obviously with episode 7 coming out, my boss has been telling me some good like comics, and I read the Darth Vader comic was really good. He like, <laughs> he's got his own standalone. So I've got, you know, I've got a trip to Manchester coming up. I'll um, download some comics to read on the train. So I downloaded Vader. Vader's very good. It seems quite dark. It kind of so it's called Vader. Yeah, it's just called Vader, and okay. it it kind of it's after the first Death Star gets blown up. Okay. And like what Vader does. So in the first episode, you see him going down to Jabba's place and having a chat with Jabba, and like. There's a scene between him and the Emperor, and the Emperor's really pissed off of him. He's like, yeah, he's imagine. like, he's like, we spent twenty years building this, <laughs> building this like multi-billion-cost Death yeah. Star, and he's like, you're, Sorry, te- you're telling me you let it get blown up by one bloke in, in like an X-wing. He was like, he was really pissed off of the bloke. Wow. So it's like, it's quite interesting to see the fact. See him down at the bank trying to get another loan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just quite interesting too, because like you never really see like Vader like suffering. Really, yeah. it's quite interesting to like watch him like get shit from the Emperor for fucking up yeah. it's quite nice and also I started Batman Court of Owls so I was interested in starting some Batman comics because the thing is like, obviously you just started reading comics where would you start? well that's what I mean like, I was really confused I was like I was looking at Batman I was obviously, obviously the killing joke is like a huge Batman thing but I was like I kind of looked at the art style and I was like mm, I'm not too keen on the art style and I was like I don't want to jump into that so I kind of did some googling and I watched some like Greg Miller videos and apparently a good place to start was with the new 52 Court of Hours comics. Okay. So you could buy it as like two quid initially, but I paid ten quid and got the collection of the Court of Hours. Uh, it's, it's weird to read Batman, because I've never read it before, but I'm also really liking it. 
and it's kind of like nice if you just got got five minutes to flip open a comic. Kind of reminds me of being a kid. And I guess there's not a whole lot of reading. No, no, like some like some of the pages, it's like here's a page or two of just um some action happening. Mm. It's just nice because like I don't use the iPad as much as I'd like to, so it's kind of nice to like have the iPad. To and does it there. showcase it nicely? Like yeah, it's know. like full screen. Like you can if you like quite often what I do because like text is quite small in the comments. Like you can zoom into the like frame so you can actually like have a proper look at the art. Yeah. The art should done really really nicely. So I kind of want to keep up with it. Like. I've not brought the second episode of Vader yet, which I probably should, but... No, it's like, if anybody wants to read comics, I'd recommend Vader as, like, a Star Wars comic if you're a Star Wars fan, or if you want to get into any DC ones, I'd definitely recommend Court of Hours. What's it called? Court of Hours? Court of Hours, yeah. It's, like... It's basically, like, a crime group in, in like, Gotham that he doesn't think exists, so his stuff starts happening and he's got to investigate it. Like, I'm, like... I think there's eight or nine comics, and I'm only, like, three into it, so... Mm. Seems interesting. Okay. I'm going to keep reading it. Yeah. And then I'm I'm probably going to get the Killing Joke because at Comic Con they announced they're going to do an animated film with the Killing Joke. Okay. Because it's such like a renowned as one of the best ones. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I also briefly want to mention our new movie segment. Yeah. I think we should maybe get a title for the movie segment. I'd like that. A title. A title for the movie segment. Movie madness. Movie madness. <laughs> we'll go with that. Movie madness. So. I'll do for now. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll leave it that for now. So. Um, this week we both saw Ant-Man, didn't we? Yeah. And I went into this really sceptical, like, I was like, right, I've seen the trailers, I was like, uh, looks alright, I was like, I don't, I didn't think Paul Rudd's humour would fit into the Avengers, even though the Avengers is slightly, like, light-hearted. And obviously I'm a big fan of the Avengers, you probably... I liked the first Avengers, I thought it was great, but I didn't like the second one. Yeah, and I'm, like, into it, so I was like, me and the girlfriend are like, we kind of have to watch this, he's going to be involved in the other Avengers yeah. film, so we'll go watch it. And I was really, really pleased with it, I, I really, really enjoyed impressed. it. Like... I thought it was actually funny. Yeah, like it's a great. Guess. I laughed. It's yeah. not often I laugh at films, but I actually <laughs> laughed at that film. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to go into spoilers because obviously it only came out like Sunday, but like there's kind of like a Mexican lead character, almost lead character. He's hilarious. Yeah, like the main like heist lot that have been seen in the trailer. They're so funny, and like there's a couple of nod backs to the Avengers being a bit too serious. And they say that, but I thought the second Avengers film was. Like too jokey. It, they did have more jokes in yeah. the second Avengers film, but, but things like, I didn't find funny. It was just like cheesy. Yeah, That's but why I, didn't like, like that one. I find it funny that like Hank Pym, the old bloke that gives him the suit. Oh yeah. He he's like when they like Paul's like, like oh, shouldn't we just get the Avengers tail power? And he's like, no, they're too. Is busy. that Michael Douglas? Is that who plays him? I think so. Yeah, but like you know, he's like he's chatting him in that room, isn't he? He's like. Shouldn't we get the Avengers to help? And he's just like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh no, they're too busy like dropping like cities from the sky or something. <laughs> like when they made that reference, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize it was all the same universe. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. Why wouldn't you get the fucking Avengers in? <laughs> yeah, but like, he's like, no, they're too busy doing like other shit. Yeah. Like so, there's like nice sort of references to it, and obviously there's like, well, I'm not gonna say which Avengers in it, but there's an Avenger in it, which is kind of cool. Like you probably don't even know. Yeah, this, I know he is, but, but like, I don't, I don't want to say. I won't say it anything is. either. And like, they that like. That bit kind of confirmed to me that Paul Rudd as Ant Man could work well with the Avengers in terms of his comedy and like how yeah. he is. Like, so I was, I was like, how's I still just see him as Mike though from Friends, yeah. which is really weird. <laughs> yeah, like it's a bit like Brian Cranston, isn't it? Like watching him in Breaking Bad you, for a while, yeah. you're just like, no, he is a uh, Mark in the Middle's dad. Like, yeah, like that's who he is, and like it takes a while for it to kick Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you can never, you yeah, can, that's the problem. But like, because obviously they're so set in stone for you watching stuff for so many years, but. No, I definitely. I was really impressed with that man. Yeah, like 
obviously at the end it was like Ant-Man will return of course it fucking will yeah. of course it will and like I, it's already been confirmed that Ant-Man's in the next Captain America which is out in May so no, I, that's that was a pleasant surprise for what I thought was going to be a pretty shit film so, yeah no I, I think we'll wrap up there I think I think it's a good place to end so get, get oh no quick shout out <clears throat> I met up with a friend Jamie and I introduced him to the podcast I'm like he didn't know like He's a photographer himself, which isn't some, normally something we'd give a shout out for. But his website is jamietakes.photos. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, like, yeah, right. in reality, it's just Jamie Takes Photos. Yeah, it's really like, good. <clears throat> he's just, he just does photos and shit. Like, that's what he enjoys. Is he like, still going by the name Jazzy Bam? No, he scrapped that for Jamie oh. Takes Photos. Like, photos. To go a bit more serious and stuff. But no, like, He's, he's he's into his games, so yeah. I'm sure he'll. I think I remember him talking about his Xbox, and he didn't. I think he forgot his password to like for Xbox Live, so he just never played it again. Probably, I think Probably. that's him. Like, I lent him a copy of The Last of Us like a year or two back. He still never played it. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? He just he's just enough time and everything, but no, he 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 wanted a shout out. Bless him. Bless but, him. But no, we'll wrap up there. So you can get our podcast on iTunes if you just search Supermassive Podcast. If you want, you can stream it from our website, supermassivegaming.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter, at supermassive underscore UK. Pietro, what's your Twitter? RetroPietro93. Have you started tweeting anymore? No. You should probably do that. I've only got like four followers, so... It doesn't matter. The, the <laughs> more you tweet, you get followers. That's okay. how it is. That's how you do Normally it. my tweets are just like retaliations to celebrities or... It's yeah. like abuse. Right, <laughs> just, just tweet some more. Uh, I'm at Mr. underscore Loop on Twitter. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We, we should. We need to use that more. We we go through phases, right? Like, we'll use Instagram some more, then we'll just like it will slowly fade out. So we need to start using that some more. So again, we're supermassive underscore UK on Instagram. So follow us on all our social stuff, and we'll be back in two weeks. So thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.